Welcome to another episode of The Outpatient Perspective. Today, we're going to have a different topic, just focusing on wound irrigation and uh, lucky enough to have Jason Howell on the show. Jason, thanks for hopping on. Yeah, thanks, Scott, for having me. Yeah, thanks. Uh, thanks for sticking around. And if you could be so kind for the audience, just give us a brief overview of the history of wound irrigation and where we're at today in the marketplace. Yeah, wound irrigation is, you know, one of the primary strategies that surgeons use uh, to break the biofilm cycle. And, you know, there's really two pieces to that. First and foremost uh, is, you know, surgeons can use wound irrigation to help to prevent an infection to begin with, which frankly is the name of the game. Uh, you know, the long-term impact on a patient's life, uh, if they happen to develop an infection after surgery is massive. Um, so if we can prevent those from beginning, you know, from to begin with, that's that's really the name of the game. And then, of course, the second piece of that is uh, if there is an existing infection, uh, wound irrigation is one of the tools that surgeons will use to try to help eradicate that infection. Uh, overall, there's a number of, of options available. Uh, of course, things like normal saline, uh, you know, various concentrations of podone iodine solutions. Uh, custom compounded pharmacy solutions where, you know, maybe a pharmacy will mix uh, various antibiotics into a bag of saline. And now we're seeing the rise of these kind of pre-mixed, uh, ready-to-use off-the-shelf solutions that frankly make a lot of sense. There's, there's better technology. Uh, I think as a whole, um, many of these would be more cost-effective than some of the alternative options and really just maybe more simplified uh, uh, delivery or, or ease of use for the surgeon. Sure, yeah, I've, I've kind of seen a progression towards that avenue for some of our customers. And you specifically carry a product called Prontazon. And how does that stack up comparatively to some of the alternatives on the market? Yeah, sure. So I've actually had the distinct pleasure of working with Prontazon for a number of years. Uh, I'm a former B. Braun employee uh, who was a part of the initial team that launched this product here in the United States. So, you know, I've had the opportunity firsthand to see uh, Pronazon's impact on patients that frankly didn't have a lot of other options. Uh, now with Innovice, you know, our company Innovice, uh, we've taken it to the next level to introduce this product to surgeons in the operating room, um, you know, with the specific goal of, of having a positive impact on, on the, on the in infection rates of of these patients. So Parmesan's a really unique product. Uh, it's, it's made of two key ingredients. The first is called betaine, which is a surfactant. Uh, and the second is polyhexanide or PHMB, which is the antimicrobial component to Parmesan. So surfactants are highly important. Uh, you know, we use surfactants in our daily lives to wash our hands or our bodies or dishes, uh, things like that. They are designed to lift and detach dirt. Uh, that's what they do. That's how they work. In wound irrigation, surfactants play a couple key roles. Uh, first and foremost, they can help to prevent bacteria from attaching to a surface, uh, which if you can prevent attachment, uh, ultimately you prevent replication or colonization, which will again, ultimately lead to biofilm formation. Uh, on the flip side, if there is an existing infection, uh, present or a biofilm present, surfactants can help to crack open or break open that biofilm, exposing the underlying bacteria, uh, which is where PHMB comes in. So, so PHMB is a, a really unique antimicrobial. Uh, it's highly potent. Uh, it's highly safe. It's completely broad spectrum. 
uh, with efficacy against gram-positive bacteria, gram-negative bacteria, uh, various fungi, as well as viruses. Um, but it's unique in the fact that it's, it's very potent. Um, there's no cytotoxicity to the host tissue, uh, which allows us the ability to have a no rinse solution. And PHMV also binds to tissue uh, similar to what you would see with something like Hibiclens. Uh, so the reason that uh, a, a patient can bathe with Hibiclens the night before surgery is it has a remnant effect or it still has an antimicrobial effect the next morning. A PHMV does the same thing, but it does it so safely that we do not need to rinse this, this out. So, so the, the, the clinical impact of that uh, in, a, in a surgical wound is that this product or pronazone will continue to work into the post-operative period. Uh, so when you can think about what, what we talked about with betaine, the surfactant, and PHMB, it's a literal one-two punch um, of how they, uh, of really how the product works in the wound. Yeah, it's uh, it seems so simple. Two ingredients, and I think I've heard you describe it before. It's like a SWAT team where the... Uh, yeah. The, the betaine kind of gets all the people out of the nooks and crannies and then the, the uh, surfactant comes in or the uh, antimicrobial comes in and takes care of business. Sure. So with the different options in the, in the marketplace with surgeons considering what to use, are there any questions that they're not asking that they, sh that they should be to be aware of what, with the different options out there? Yeah, that's, that's, a, that's a good thought. There, there's a number, I think, but you know, really first and foremost, uh, there's so much focus today on the infection control or prevention properties of these irrigating solutions, which again is highly important. Um, but I think a big missing piece of this, Scott, is, is nobody's asking about the ultimate impact these solutions are having on the health of the wound. Uh, as you know, the episode of care is not complete until the wound is healed and the patient is healthy. And so of course we wanna uh, destroy bacteria or prevent biofilm from forming but we have to understand what the impact is on the health of the wound. And that's where Pronazon, I believe, really shines. So if you would refer to the consensus of wound antisepsis paper from a few years ago, they do a really good job, the authors in there, of kind of explaining um, each and every uh, of the various antimicrobials or antiseptic solutions and kind of the, the good and the bad and the ugly of all of them. And what you'll learn from that is um, they classify, as it relates to wound healing, they classify uh, these various molecules of either inhibition of wound healing, no inhibition of wound healing, or supportive of wound healing. And as you can imagine, there's a number of them in the inhibition category. Uh, there's a handful in the no inhibition category, so essentially neutral. Um, and there's only one or two in the supportive category, and PHMB happens to be in the supportive category. So that's why I kind of say it's a missing piece of this puzzle that if you can effectively manage the infection control aspect um, of this surgical episode, but also have, uh, you know, don't have a negative impact on the wound healing, you have something there that's, that's highly important. In the consensus paper as well, it also talks at the end uh, about, you know, their first and, and second choice recommendations on which antiseptics or antimicrobials to use in all the various you know, wound types that we see. Um, PHMB again was the number one choice for uh, critically colonized wounds or wounds at risk of infection. Uh, it's the number one choice for treatment of burns again, which I think will show you uh, the safety profile of, of what Pronazon is. And then last but not least, it was the number one choice for prevention of SSI. 
So again, we really love this product and, and uh, it's been a lot of fun for us. I mean, it sounds like it has the best of, of all the worlds. I mean, it's, it releases the, the material that you want to destroy. It destroys the material, but it also helps the wound heal, or at least puts it in a situation where right. it's an ideal situation for the, the wound to heal. So, um, well, thanks for being a guest on here. And as for we sure. wrap up, is there anything else that you'd want to add or how, how can folks learn more about your product? Yes, yeah, certainly. Uh, of course, uh, folks can contact me, you know, via LinkedIn or, or, you know, I have email obviously, or, you know, I'd, I would recommend people go to the website, uh, innovicesusa.com. Uh, to learn more information. And, you know, we have sales representatives all over the country that can help assist uh, surgeons with education and things like that as well. Well, awesome. Thanks for being a guest and thanks for helping keep uh, infection at bay. And uh, we'll hope to talk soon. Thanks, Scott. Appreciate it. All right. See ya.